0: Why? me what what way wait, yeah, yeah.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning And good morning I think so <laughs> You think so? I think so. Do it again, do do it again Ah <laughs> No, man, that's funny. <laughs> hey Jordan, do us a favor, rewind to the beginning of the show and see if our mics was muted. All right. <laughs> we just that's why we're just singing and looking sing look at each other, man. Oh man, good morning. <laughs> Woo, good morning, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Wakey Bakey Be. more? yeah. Is your chance to get in tune with all things black? Oh, I like that. Get in tune with all things black, through black, by black, from black. I am your culture analyst, your black guider, your Moses. And by Moses, I don't mean that nigga in Egypt. I do mean Harriet Tubman. (laughs) Uh uh, damn.
2: (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) He said (laughs) together
1: oh no bit. it's too late it's, too late it's too late it's too late oh damn that's me. i was grooving <laughs> right. what'd you say so that's on me that's on me my bad y'all
2: <laughs> <laughs> We got it together now though
1: i'm over here singing my little heart
2: out <laughs> <laughs> <You calling key? laughs>
1: Ooh. all right never mind then <laughs> um well, let's say good morning to the mute button of my mic, okay? Let's <laughs> say good morning to the producer of the show, Aww. the heartbeat of my uh, left ventricle. Let's say good morning mm-hmm. to the lady of the house. Good morning, lady of the house. Good
2: morning, sweetheart. Yeah. I was going to call you, like, Mr. of the house, but now I'm talking
1: Mr. Of the house sounds uh, patriarchal, okay? I don't like that. It
2: feels like color purple.
1: Yeah, it does, mister. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't like that. Yeah. To my people on Instagram uh, right, right now, which is just... Uh, hey, Empress. Good morning. Hey, We Empress. are over on uh, on YouTube. If you want to catch the whole experience, make sure you get devised, but we're going to leave here on Instagram about halftime. Before we get too further into the show, I want to give a shout out to the Washington Informer Bridge, WI Bridge DC, or WiBridgeDC.com to get updated on all the Things that are happening Within blackness I believe that the bridge Right now is in New York Covering New York Fashion Week Because these are Fashion ass niggas You know what I'm saying They was in Paris For Paris Fashion Week And then I guess That's what it was called And then uh, now they're In New York For New York Fashion Week So we appreciate them Ethos good morning brother How you feeling man Hey Empress I hope you're doing all right. Uh, Just to repeat To my people on Instagram We will be over on YouTube In our full glory If you want to catch The full show Link is in bio Etc Tell a friend Tell a friend Uh, Oh and then Before we get on with some of the things we want to talk about today i want to encourage you to uh subscribe to the new blueprint newsletter bmobrown.substack.com if you're listening or lady the house is putting up the lower third, so you can catch that address definitely check that out um check out these written machinations these are some of the things that we're actually trying to implement in real life uh so we want to be more than just a morning show that is some talking heads on social media we actually want to start implementing some of these uh cultural strategies in real life so go over to the new blueprint newsletter so you can be a part of that and then i also want to tell you on september 30th as a part of the new new blueprint newsletter we are having our next new blueprint Parlor. So if you're interested in having a talk back session, um, you know, if 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 we hadn't let me just put it this way. If we hadn't launched the new blueprint newsletter, then we'd just be doing monthly Wake and Bake Would Be more Live. So essentially this is our chance to to discuss some of these things that we're talking about here on the show in real life.
2: Put up the image.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put up the image. Um to put up um this is our chance to talk about so many things in real life. So come out September thirtieth, small wooden box, twelve to four. That is a Sunday. Come through. We'll have a uh, we'll have an inebriated couple of hours, and we'll have a sober couple of hours so that we can have this conversation. We'll have some drinks brought to our man. Owen got a special cocktail coming out. I'm thinking of also hitting up John. Excuse me, hitting up our weed man and telling him to give us a special blend, a sativa, sativa pre roll blend, so we can have people up. What do you say?
2: It works because his name is John Doe, and you know that's anonymous. Anyway.
1: That's true. His right. name is John Doe. That's true. That's true. It works. I thought I just gave out that boy gunman name. That's <laughs> not the intention. That boy name is John Doe. That is very true. Uh, so yeah, definitely check those out if you are in town and around. Definitely come out. New Blueprint newsletter. Sorry, the New Blueprint Parlor, uh, which is coming. On September 30th, small wooden box links are not in bios. Uh, hit me if you want a special invite. I've told people before if I have more than 20 people there, I have failed. We are trying to keep this small, intimate, tight so that we can actually come up with some strategy. And I need some people who disagree, right? We gotta. I love my people who agree, right? But I'm a dissenter uh, like the best of them. So we definitely need some conservative voices in the in the room. Um, we need some niggas in the room. Book. Oh, no, I can't take Buck. I can't take Buck. That's
2: too much. It's
1: There's a line, and you can take this down so hard. Right. Okay. There's a line of disagreement uh, and dissenting personalities, and on that line is also misogyny.
2: Yeah.
1: And a lot of niggas cross that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to accuse Buck of directly crossing that line, because now we have said his name. But I've heard stories of Buck flirting with that line, and there's something I won't have at the Blueprint Parlor is disrespect. I'm just not having it, and it, and I don't want the parlor to turn into oh now we are uh, litigating the disrespect that's happening in this room. We're supposed to be building cultural strategies to mm-hmm. to move forward. So right. Uh, Natalie, I refuse to have... Hey, Natalie, I need you in town, girl, because I need you to talk about The King. Because right. <laughs> that is a very important part of how we are approaching this parlor series is based on The King. I don't even know The King name. Right. Oh, where are you going? Are you going to see The King? Right. <laughs> Bring him a sample of the show and tell him we appreciate it, if it's respectful. You think that The King got, got some good weed? Maybe. We talked about this before, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we did. He's definitely getting... Uh, yeah. Yeah, no misogynoir, man. I can't... Mm-hmm. Oh God, we over here trying to save black culture and now we over litigating because you want to call women females. It's like, come on, man. Like, damn. <laughs> God, damn.
2: And do Bob tribe said, just subscribe.
1: To the new blueprint newsletter thanks brother i appreciate you man i appreciate that brother come on man awesome. sam collins what's up brother we are over on uh youtube if you want to catch the whole show i just gave a shout out to the informer and to the bridge you know you're part of that sam sam collins is the writer for the informer oh, all right nice. and i've been i've been telling sam 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 i've been telling the story that i was i walked into um uh uh dr barnes Oh, I think she's a doctor. I'm going to call a doctor anyway. If I'm wrong, they can correct me. <laughs> I walked into Dr. Barnes' office one time with Lafayette, and uh, she had just gotten a demographic report. Uh, and at that time, she noticed that there were 87% white audience ship for the informer. But to my knowledge, the informer either rarely or never directly addresses the white the white audience. It's like, we're here to tell black stories from a black perspective. White folks, I'm saying, if you want to join on, that's cool. Yeah. Oh the king can't smoke That's fine That's fine I get it You gotta be up and ready (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Could I be the assistant king then? Who's on the King's Council? That's a good position for me. I'd like to be on the King's Council. The Royal Court? Yeah, the Royal Court. I'll be the I'll be the pothead. Everybody else cannot smoke. I'll be the one smoking. <laughs> Everybody else, y'all stay in line with the truth or whatever. I'm like the Rastafarians. You feel me? <laughs> the higher I get, the closer I am to God. <laughs> right. Anyway, people on Instagram, y'all come on over to come on over to YouTube. Links are in bio. I want y'all to catch up whole flavor of the show the love of everything uh what happened
2: <laughs> BMO Kissinger
1: that's crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy um ooh oh
3: god ski
1: alright let's start the show <laughs> you not ready what's <laughs> that all right, yeah, you know this is a uh, this is a pro glow and sexy red household over here, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't understand. I don't understand Ice Spice, but I get sexy red though. Huh? I don't yeah. understand Ice Spice. I don't get the mono New York. Oh,
2: somebody said that Ice Spice is the female version of I think Pop Smoke. Like they sound the same. Like oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Version. I
1: remember we we accidentally listened to a pop flow song who was like, "Hey, this nigga was actually yeah, all right." Yeah. It yeah. Was all right. <laughs> this nigga was actually all right. Uh with, oh, I think it was his cover of Minnie Men 50 Cent Minnie Men and we was like, "Hey, wait a minute now." Yeah,
2: wasn't he on like um, It wasn't LA Leakers,
1: was it? I think it was LA okay. Leakers. It was it Leakers. It was one of those freestyle joints and we was like,
2: Yeah, I was like, "Okay.
1: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, all right." <laughs> I'm surprised. Damn. Um Frida, good morning uh, We are over on YouTube again to my people on Instagram We are over on YouTube If you want to get the full flavor of the show We're going to let y'all go off of Instagram here pretty shortly Alright, let's start the show, sweetheart I feel like I done, done a lot of preambling yeah. um, We got a few things we need to talk about this morning Of course, it is Thursday So we're going to pause. We're gonna vote for our Paul Robson Negro of the Week Award It's also time for the Sweet Eyes Black Fact Black Fact. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to speak out this black fact Also want to talk to you this morning briefly about Aliens <laughs> It just sounds so Weird to say but we're going to talk uh, <laughs> We're going to talk a moment about aliens But I think this morning, not I think This morning I want to start off with our newest Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Nominee
0: mm-hmm.
1: Want to talk about Our young girl, our 19 year old Superstar Winning the U.S. Open, first American to win the U.S. Open, I think in like ten years or some shit like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, a representation of America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I already said she was nineteen. Our dark-skinned friend, Miss Coco Golf. Coco, in case you missed it, Coco Golf. I don't like to talk about sports, but I feel like tennis. Everybody know what the fuck going on. Essentially, I don't. Why is that? Why is it that you can't name a lineman, but you can name about three ten- tennis players?
2: Cause I feel like there's not There's not many you know? That's true but
1: Especially black girls You gotta be
2: good to be <laughs> That's true
1: That's true That's true That's true Like yeah You following Serena And Venus But if you're not better than that I don't think we gonna know your name For real For real Or at least if you're not more exciting uh, But yeah Coco Golf won The US Open And while I find that to be Very exciting extremely exciting to see this black girl celebrating her win there is a part of the celebration that caught my eye and i want to after seeing this video sweetheart my mind wants to tell me this is our time to declare that the stereotypes of black fatherhood have changed okay like like when we play this video The moment the people see this video, if they haven't already seen this video before, the stereotype of what black fathers are, how they support their children, how they show up in their life, I think is shifted. It's already been shifting. You know what I mean? We've seen more black fathers. We talked about this last last week. We've seen more black fathers play prominent roles publicly in their lives. It was always a myth that black fatherhood was missing from the black community at a larger rate than other communities. It was always a myth, right? The same myth that says that black on black crime is worse than white on white crime, right? We're talking about statistical differences between these two demographics. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in actuality, and we played this earlier in the season, in actuality, the thing that's plaguing black households is not the lack of black fathers. It's not the ineptitude of single black mothers raising children. It is actuality black fathers who abandon their children for new families. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest statistical uh, uh, mar against the black community when it comes to family building. (laughs) But we we know this, but we don't see this. You know what I mean? In public consumption, we don't see black fathers. Even the lady house and I, we have a, a song that we like to sing when we watching these black, these black family blogs. It's like, oh, it's a black family blog, right? This is our chance to see a functional black family because we weren't raised seeing a functional black family, at least in the sense of mother in the house, father in the house, got a puppy, white picket fence. You know what I'm talking about, sweetheart? Yeah uh
2: the only time we saw it was in media
1: only time we, exactly like forced media like the Huxtables right right or or or, or the matters. Jeffersons yeah. right exactly um but I that stereotype and perceptions of black fathers has been fading yeah and I when I saw this video this video feels like a strong declaration of it's over. Whatever stereotypes we had about absent black fathers, uh, whatever whatever uh, uh, prejudice we had against black men raising babies, I feel like that is over. That is now the minority. The majority response is black men take care of their kids. Yeah. Empathetically, emotionally, and to the best that they can do. Mm-hmm. You know, stereotypically, we didn't have fathers. You know, what I'm saying we had fathers, but we didn't have fathers. That's what they say stereotypically. We didn't have fathers, uh, so it is. I imagine being a black father, because I'm not a black father, being a black father and raising a black girl in 2023 has its unique challenges. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially as manhood is being questioned as it should be, especially as patriarchal systems are starting to fall as they should be. And then you have a black daughter who is prominent in this traditional white field. How do you support her? Let's play the video, sweetheart. We'll come right back.
2: Today was the first time I've ever seen my dad cry. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't want me to tell you all that. He thinks he's so hard, but you know, it's not so thank you guys I mean you believed in me from the beginning. I've been coming to this tournament My dad took me to this tournament sitting right there watching Venus and Serena compete. So it's really incredible to be on this stage Today was the first time I've ever seen my dad cry. Uh, He doesn't want me to tell y'all that, but he got caught in 4K. Uh, You know, he thinks he's he's so hard, but, you know, it's not. So thank you, guys. I mean, you believed in me from the beginning. I've been coming to this tournament. My dad took me to this tournament sitting right there watching Venus and Serena compete, so it's really incredible to be on this stage.
3: So the, the reason why I find this clip so interesting is that directly after the
1: win, Coco Golf shouts out her father. Yeah. Her father who has been bringing her to the matches and we've seen the viral video where Coco Golf is watching Serena play I think at the at the US Open when she's eight years old. Mm-hmm. And now 11 years later as her manager Coco Golf's father Father Golf, Has guided Coco To this moment So that she can be Athletically excellent And you know Achieve her dreams Be a US champion Be exciting Uh Uh <laughs> Uh Oh lord I forgot I, was, I, forgot, I forgot my train of Thought just that fast Oh Uh Yeah, so it's exciting that she shouted out her father. And you know, the stereotypical thing, there is an old joke by a comedian that we're not supposed to name no more. But the joke goes, you know what I'm saying? As a father, you raise your child, you teach them athletics, you teach them, you know, how to be a good sport. You keep the lights on in the house. At seven-year-old, you're outside playing with them. You're running around. At 10 years old, they're hitting you with tennis balls. At twelve years old, you're taking them to practice. You're talking about your sports. You're talking about your sport history. At 14 years old, they're doing great in high school school and get cheering them on but you're still trying to be that athletic guru at 17 years old they leave the house to become professionals they win the championship they look look directly into the camera and what do they say hi mom (laughs) 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 so to hear Coco Golf shout out her father to me is a break of that trope right? And then to see her father crying in 4K (laughs) while trying to be hard, because we all trying to be hard. Oh man, I just feel like this is a declarative moment where we can say a black man Raised his black daughter, at least from the age of 8 to 19. Took her to see the Queens of Tennis. Mm -hmm. Empowered her dreams. Supported her financially, emotionally, and in whatever capacity he could do as a manager and as a father. And she shouted him out. Let me tell you something about women, sweetheart. Because you don't know nothing about women. I'm playing. Let me tell you something about women. I have not met a woman who... Has willingly give a shout out to an ain't shit nigga. Yeah, they just don't have it, especially black girls. Like if you ain't shit, you ain't getting no shout out. I ain't saying your name. I might not even look at your punk ass. This is my experience as a black man. If you, if a black woman is not proud of you, oh, you going to know. <laughs> so I appreciate. So I want to nominate Coco Golf, Gauff, Coco Golf's father, Papa Golf. And the pride of black fatherhood as a Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee, sweetheart. What are your thoughts? Okay. You accept my nomination? Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts about Papa Goff and Coco Goff?
2: Um. Yeah. His role as both her father and manager are hugely important to yeah, her, her success and like providing that representation for other black fathers other mm-hmm. black men and black girls. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the girl dad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, maybe that's when, maybe that's when when we started doing girl dad. 2020. 2020 after Kobe passed. Mm-hmm. I think we started to see more black fathers fathering their daughters. Mm-hmm. Which, man, I can only imagine having a daughter. Oh, my God. My heart racing right now. Like, I'm nervous for this invert, this person that don't even exist right now. <laughs> like, good God. Like, I, uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe because we train boys to take a punch in the face. Um, I'm not worried about a son, other than, like, the police and white people. But, like, for a black girl? I'm surprised your father let you leave the house. That's all I'm—like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm very surprised your father let you leave the house. Did he let you leave the house? You know, now that I think
2: about it, I don't— but I feel like it was more so uh, he didn't know. Not that I was sneaking out, but like
1: he just didn't know you was out the house. Yeah. <laughs> like where is my shit going already? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, let's see here. Let's see. I'm trying to think. My father did he? My mother care when I left the house. Did my, yeah, my father care when I left the house? Not. Only if it became Concerning Like boy You've been gone For like two days Like where you at <laughs> Where you at son Like what What's going on <laughs> yeah
2: My parents were definitely More strict with me Than my brother And he's younger than me Cause you know He's a boy
1: That's wrong Right But I get it Right, <laughs> right. But I get it So those are my nominees I, I appreciate them Um It's so good to see A, a father Daughter Combo And athletics We um Man, the thing that could have happened, the things that could have happened between Gigi and Kobe would have been, I think, would have been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So to see manifestations of that type of relationship still existing in sports. And I hope Coco, and I don't want to put this, I don't want to put this excellence mandate on her. If she doesn't play golf, golf, if she doesn't play tennis again, Mm I'm as equally satisfied with this moment than as I will be in ten years. If she never wins another US Open, she twists her ankle, you know what I'm saying. She don't feel like playing tennis tomorrow. Yeah. I feel like she's done enough right. for her for us to consider her a great within the sport. The girl nineteen years old. Right. When they <laughs> one more thing before we move topics. When they ask Coco on her Instagram live what she's gonna do with her winnings. Yeah somebody suggested that she pay off debt and she was like she, first off she saw the word she was like debits what is and she was like she don't even know the word oh. debt and then she was like i don't have any and then she looked in the camera and like and laughed it was like i didn't go to college like what pay off pay off debit what <laughs> De- I don't know what that is <laughs> wow. I don't know what that is I just got $5 million and I'm 19 Wow! what do you do with $5 million at 19?
2: hopefully put it in either
1: trust uh, or okay money. other than that what do you do with what do you do with <laughs> what do you do with large amount of money at 19 even if you had $100,000 at 19 what you doing with it? I know what I do with my refund check
2: exactly that's what i'm saying I would, I would not do the same thing i did because it's
1: gone it's gone right. it's gone although with my my first refund check i did put it in a cd so that's what i was
2: gonna do but then
1: spin it too fast right
2: no i didn't get one the next year that I was actually like okay i'm gonna put it in a cd and be responsible yeah so i was like damn i fucked it up all right
1: damn right, mm, ah. right. all right um let's do this way. Okay. we got the comments yeah we got, we we got, got, got some comments what we got right.
2: Uh, RBG Guapo says all the best vulgar Gen Zers are dead.
1: Wait, hold on, hold on. Excuse me? <laughs> Say this name again
2: RBG Guapo.
1: RBG Guapo. Hey. This is a name. Hey, yeah. what's up, man? <laughs> all the
2: best vulgar Gen Zers are dead. Pop Smoke, Juice World, uh, Triple X, and King Vaughn. Damn, that's true.
1: Man, it's just the women out there.
2: And uh, What's was the name? Lil Peep or.
1: Yeah, that nigga oh, did. He did too, right?
2: Dead too. Um Ooh. Yeah, right?
1: Is this one of those invisible pandemics endemics where like yeah. Um Somebody gotta give me a clear answer. Is cocaine a opiate?
2: It's a stimulant, right?
1: Yeah. Does that mean it's an opiate or not? i don't know Somebody's i don't know somebody look it up right now is cocaine an opiate or no or no <laughs> like i just need somebody to give me the answer because if it is an opiate why isn't the crack I- uh, epidemic considered the opiate crisis if it's not then i'm completely wrong and that's fine hmm. right so i'm thinking like all these rappers are dying and i'm thinking a lot of these rappers are dying from like drugs right of course you got Operation. your violence you got your gun violence, but you know America ain't gonna do shit about no gun violence. But a lot of these rappers are dying for drugs. Do we have? Are these early signs that we are having a drug, another drug epidemic?
2: Even Mac Miller in like twenty eighteen. Mac Miller's sad as hell, right. man. Right.
1: God, right? man, that's just sad as hell.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, good Vibe Tribe says women are good at tennis too. No women in football. When you were saying like, why do people seem to care more about or like, more? Oh,
1: get, yeah.
2: no women in football. RBG says, it's not a team sport. You have to be her or him to dominate in tennis.
1: You really do got to be her. Yeah. And you and I know as entrepreneurs, when you fuck up and it's just you,
0: (laughs) maybe it's just you. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: It's just you. And now you sitting there with your own dumbass self. Like, wow, I fucked that up. I really fucked that up.
2: RBG says, her father, who art in attendance. That's funny. <laughs>
1: her father, who art in attendance. That is funny. <laughs> that is funny.
2: Good vibe Tribe says, my father did not have a care unless he had to pick me up. It's real though.
1: Then he had an attitude he had to pick me up. Like, come on, man. You don't care? Okay? No. All right. <laughs> all right, dad. <laughs>
2: he also says, being a girl dad has to take so much courage. Kudos to the golfs, men. Man, like I... Right.
1: <laughs> I can see why fathers become oppressive. I get it. <laughs> it's wrong, but I get it. <laughs>
2: Rbg says buy a Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter mansion.
1: Who's Rbg Guapo? I don't know. Reveal yourself, Guapo. <laughs> Do we know you? Are you new to the fam? Tell the Wake and Bake a Be My about yourself, because I feel like I, I have a feeling I know who that is, but I don't know for sure
2: and good vibe Tribe says i bought my studio equipment with my refund check but it took me till my 20s to spend responsibly i was smart though you were were smart
1: was i smart
2: you said you were smart no
1: oh uh you said that was smart that was smart buying studio equipment was smart let's see here i bought i bought some suede red bottoms oh wow uh, they were like $500. You don't have those
2: anymore? No. <laughs> I've never seen those. No,
1: and you won't, because I think I destroyed, I think I got them wet without leaving protecting. I wore them like maybe two times. What? And they were ugly.
2: Look that. He says, I'm a local propagandist. Got hip to y'all through Maurice and them. Oh, Nice, okay. nice hey.
1: propagandist. We appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Thank you for joining on. Thank you for joining on. Uh, all right, let's do this. I'm going to roll this blunt, and we're going to watch this music. Or you want to do the black flag first?
2: We, can
1: do it when we come back, Okay, we're going to roll this blunt. I want y'all to watch Space by my girl, Odd Mojo, featuring Really Real, shot by my man, Kendall, who is also a fellow Wake and Bake with Beam Knight. Night. Check this out on all streaming platforms and video platforms, Odd Mojo, O-D-D-M-O-J-O. Check this out, Space, love this music video. I need to hear some comments about the music video uh, before we get back, and we'll be right back with more Wake waking Bake. Now we're doing manifestations, too, so get your manifestations ready, because I got to tell you, the thing we manifested on Thursday, on Tuesday, already came true. <laughs> so get your manifestations, y'all get your manifestations ready. We'll be right back with more. Wake and bake, we can be more. Shabba! Hey,
2: yo, bro. Yeah, wake up. Where's my
4: packages?
1: Uh, it's in the
4: back. Oh, bro, you do this every time. Oh, shit. Hey. It was good, bro. It's so good to see you. Yo, it's been a minute. I know. Man, what you been up I'm
2: good, bro. I'm kind of tight, because he keep fucking up my packages. Oh Losing my them god. every week. You know how it be yes. over here. always something yeah. with the
4: concierge. The oh my god,
2: bro. It's all right, bro. You probably you ate my shit too that she ordered. You exactly. lost my smoothie. I don't know exactly. what happened. The usual, the usual.
4: But what's up, though? What's up with you? You're going to that rooftop party. You going tomorrow? Oh, oh, oh see, I don't know. I kind of, I'm about to start writing some music. Mm,
2: I'm i I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm okay, having okay. a lot of
4: thoughts about stuff. OK, I thought yeah, about that. you. You go. I just thought the anniversary for me and Davon's tomorrow, uh, so we may slide, yeah. or I don't know. Yeah, you on that Cuffy shit. I, I feel you. I'm trying out my Well, let me know. Hit me up, and I'll, okay. I'll pull up with you if you go. You be off your solitude vibes. So you know, know how I'm on always podcast.
2: on my space vibes. I like my own space. You, okay. heard, you know, but, but I'll let you know. I might, but I'm really thinking about writing some music. Okay. You want up? Yeah, I'm going to go up, because he sucks, and okay. you lost my packages, Yeah. So, you yeah.
3: see, you know what? That's cool, because that's exactly why I be eating your door dash. That's exactly why you can doing that. Wow. Wow. Wow.
2: wow. <laughs> yo, babe, look, look. <laughs>
4: ah! <laughs> ah! Yo, do you see this? TikTok is so wild. Like, <laughs> yo, wait, where you going? Babe. Babe. Yo, I need some space right now, I need some space, space. Yeah, I need some space right now, I need some space, space. Yo, I need some space right now, I need some space, space. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, yeah. I need some space right now, six feet away. Get your own J, nigga. I'm smoking on a personal, ay, hey, oh. And this is personal, whoa. Be careful of the energy you project Some telling me you don't really care Living life on the edge Nah, no, I don't want that near Yo, they say uh, They say a lot of things, but They don't really mean it Hey, whoa, I can tell that you're feeling it. Whoa, for my company You wanna be all over me Manipulate, project Nah, no, I gotta protect my space, hey, whoa, hey, I need some space right now. I need some space, space, yeah, I need some space right now. I need some space, space, whoa, six feet away, get your own jam. Smoking on the personal, hey, and this personal, hey. I'm going on a trip, need some space like Capricorn is. So please respect this. It don't got nothing to do with y'all. I'm finding my bliss. Setting boundaries you can't allow. I need some space. Right now. Mm. Right now. Get in touch with my life, uh, it's a beautiful sight. Do you know that we celestial beings? We are all stars, yet yeah, we are not the same. Going tall from the plains, sprouting real high, oh my. manifested from the skies. Oh yeah, my circle real small. Keep my family around me like we pass and tall. Need some space from around y'all, yeah. I need some space around y'all. Uh. Space right now, I need some space. Space. I need some space right now, I need some space, space.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to who oh, wake and bake we be
2: mo. Empress and mojo. Love this.
1: Right? I love mojo. Um, mm-hmm. um Wow. Yeah. See um yeah, that mojo video is beautiful. Kindle really did his thing Some yeah. of the shots in there Are actually like Pretty phenomenal When they're first Coming out the room Like that is beautiful Right That is a great shot We appreciate you Mojo We'll be playing that For a, a few more weeks Right here on Wake and Bake with BMO Make sure y'all go Follow her on all Social media platforms At Odd Mojo Make sure you check out My man Kindle. Simple Ken D-Y-L Is the doll And Kendall uh, Make sure you check All those things out Get these niggas some money Get these niggas some jobs mm-hmm. Or you know Just put these niggas In your stories Or something We gotta get these These pieces of artwork Are amazing mm-hmm. And I appreciate them, and I hope that I uh, hope that you are inspired, especially the creators that are on here. I hope that you are inspired by some of these music videos because we know these niggas. It's not to say, like
2: that's what I love the most. Like, yeah, they're in our community. Like we can reach out and touch them.
1: Yes, these are real people yeah. who have just as money or even less money than you do, mm-hmm. right? So like it's just about you know networking and you know uh, saving the right amount of cash and getting the right people on the project and having a vision and then executing. Mm-hmm. Technology is a beautiful thing because it does abbreviate a gap that was much larger when technology was less accessible. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we have 4K cameras on our telephone, just kind of like, well, you can do a lot with that. And if you want to take it up a level and, you know, uh, actually get some equipment or get my man Kendall to get on your situation, we're not talking about Hype Williams money over here, all right? No shade, Kendall, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But we're talking about still things that are affordable and attainable and accessible to you as a creator, so... If you're looking at these videos and thinking like, man, I'll never get there. I Guess you can't can get there today. Nigga, uh, Texas nigga Kendall. Uh, you can be there in a month. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of being there, let's do some blunt manifestations.
2: Oh, uh, RBG said, well, I remember when she first started. This is dope. Yeah, and same. Good Vibe said, that's a vibe. And Kendall said, good morning, beautiful people. Appreciate y'all. Who said that? Kendall.
1: Kendall, good morning, man. Good morning, man. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you, brother. Let down the windows and let Denver hear us say, what up, niggas? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: All right, let's do some blunt manifestations. later on. Mm-hmm. In our last blunt manifestations on Tuesday, we manifested safety,
2: money coming quickly and with ease.
1: Quickly and with ease. And then what was the other one? And Just uh, health?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, for sure.
1: <laughs> so. Well, I feel pretty healthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,. I guess we're safe because nothing unsafe happened to us.
2: Yeah, we're still here.
1: We're still here. <laughs> but then, on Tuesday, I told you, I even think I put like an amount on it. I think I said like 4K. I mean like $4,000. Hmm. Uh, and then, within those 48 hours, I got $3,000. Mm-hmm. So the blood manifestation is working, right? And I just, maybe just be careful what your manifestation, manifesting. Be careful what you're manifesting. Sweetheart, is it my turn to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, on Tuesday, I said I wanted to manifest this radio show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We definitely want to get on the radio. Uh, and it became clear to me that one of our wake and bake with BMO nights is actually in direct connection with someone that we hold on the show very high. And it's Dr. Karen Hunter. Mm-hmm. Dr. Karen Hunter is the program director and star of Channel 126 on Sirius, which is called Urban Voice. Yeah. I think that's the name of it. Uh, I want to manifest being on Urban Voice. Okay. I want a show. I want a marketing budget behind the show. I want a national push to watch the show. And then I want to have a call-in formatted type show that we can do once or twice a week. Become experts in the radio field. What's the what's the radio version of an Emmy? Is that a Peabody? No. <laughs> Definitely want to be on that track of radio them, radio them. Because uh, I believe that you. And I and the Wake and Bake with People Nights, I believe that we could have a fantastic impact on the national landscape of how we develop culture through radio waves. So I want to manifest us having that show. And it turns out I may just be an EPK away. Okay. So let's manifest. Oh, I also manifested strength, courage, and wisdom. <laughs> so let's uh, let's apply that. Um, let's apply that. Okay. What you got, sweetheart? Huh? Um, oh, and while sweetheart is talking, I need I need to wake and bake with B one nice Okay, I need the manifestations because when I start to light the blunt, these motherfuckers might start to coming true. Okay,
2: <laughs> this is a not left field, I guess, but I would like to manifest Um my I don't I don't even want to call it a career, but musical endeavors. You know I had that mixtape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know I had that yeah. mixtape. One of my favorite moments, sweetheart. <laughs> um <clears throat> if you don't know this, the lady the house is a pianist.
2: Yeah. Since four. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh the lady the house can get down on some piano. Uh and then transferred her skills to the saxophone.
2: I also did a little guitar in there too, but you know.
1: I only knew you was a three instrument Negro. <laughs> you damn near her out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Data House is an instrumentalist, uh, and I've never told you this before, but I know. So when you're in the marching band, there are individuals who join the marching band but cannot play a horn, yeah. and so they go four years. Uh, marching and playing and then when you hear them senior year get called out you're like this is what you've been doing this whole time? Yeah. Uh, I met you when you were in your first year of playing the saxophone Yeah. and you were a little rough. Yeah. But by the time you had finished that second year you were arguably the second best saxophone player in the section. Which is crazy. Yeah it is crazy. Yeah. Um,
2: like the first day I picked up the horn, I could play the, the scale like forwards and backwards.
1: Cool, <laughs> uh, cool. That's just all in my seventh grade, but whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 so I've always appreciated that about you. And one of my favorite stories is I think I was sleeping with Superman at the time, and I came back after a long day of of working, and the lady at the house is sitting on the couch like she Metro booming with the MPC. And the headphones on, talking about something. All right. <laughs> and making a beat, and I'm like, "What? Wait a minute! <laughs> you can do this." I've been doing this since
2: high school. Did not know that. Yeah. I
1: know that it's one of those facts that I really appreciate. That. Um, so as yeah, if you're manifesting your music career,
2: yeah. I feel, well, I'm, I use career loosely because I don't know where I want to go with it, but I just feel like I have all this the skill or whatever. All these years of experience And I'm just like Not doing anything with it
1: That so. sounds like we need to You know what I'm saying That's crazy I'm reaching out to other people To get to get <laughs> music and beats For the show I should be reaching out To Sweetheart <laughs> Wow uh, <laughs> Wow Okay Let's light this blunt Ooh What I hurt my knee Lord.
2: Okay I'm gonna read these
1: uh, Read these blunt, manifest, blunt manifestations As I light this blunt
2: Okay so Good Vibe tribes. said My manifestation from last week Happened so fast I wasn't even ready for it Damn The praying hands that's What's up? That's what's up. I needed a reminder to follow up on the beats. Thank you.
1: Hey, get them beats, baby.
2: <laughs> Micah says, I want to be on the radio too.
1: Yeah, we gotta and make that happen. And you will. And you will. Especially if I got anything to do with it.
2: Right. Um, Gavibe says, I want to manifest the finishing of this album in a killer marketing strategy. Oh, right, there we go. Okay. There um, we go. Empress said, Come on, musical endeavors. Right. <laughs> Come on. Kendall said, I'll shoot the lady of the house first music video for free. Oh, shit.
1: So you fucking around.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you fucking around.
2: Um, RBG Guabo says, collective black African safety, sovereignty, and sustainability. I love that.
1: I love that, too. Mm-hmm. Sovereignty.
2: Kendall says, I just want to hear this music. Empress says, manifesting genuine happiness, peace, and wealth for all of us. Ashe. Ashe. Yeah.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you, Empress. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Well, let's make it happen then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we've done the magic, I guess. <laughs> now you just gotta go make that shit happen. Yeah. Um, let's do the sweetheart's black fact.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Let's do sweetheart's black fact, and then I had another topic.
2: Uh, aliens.
1: <laughs> we might get to aliens later, because I want to talk about the other thing.
2: Okay. It starts with a question.
1: Go ahead. And hey, pass me an ashtray. Sorry, sweetheart. Before I just get the the, the dust is over here. Appreciate you, uh, sweethearts. Black back. Go ahead, <laughs> okay.
2: okay. Keep in mind, this was written in like 1930 or whatever. So, okay. a Negro girl saved George Washington from certain death at the beginning of the revolution. Who was she?
1: Uh, whew, that's like 1700s. <laughs> I'm gonna say her name is Gertrude Jean. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> That is, Phoebe Francis. She was the daughter of Black Sam Francis, a West Indian Negro at whose Tavern in New York City, Washington, and his officers, oh, in New York City, Washington and his officers used to eat and where most of their revolutionary plans were discussed. In 1776, the British, hoping to head off the revolution, tried to poison Washington. Their agent was Thomas Hickey, an Irishman, who had won Washington's confidence and had been made his bodyguard. Hickey began by winning Phoebe's heart then gave Phoebe, who used to wait on Washington, a dish of poisoned peas to serve him. Phoebe, despite her love for Hickey, warned Washington, who threw the peas into the yard. Chickens there picked them up and fell dead. Hickey was hanged before a crowd of 20,000 in New York City. Had Washington, the soul of the revolution, died then, America might not have been free. M.E. Pierce says, for this measureless service, should not Phoebe someday have a tablet on the wall of her father's tavern? The landmark of Francis Tavern. Uh, page 21 1901 um, William Horner Jr. in a well documented article on Sam Francis in the Philadelphia Bulletin February 22nd 1934 page 8c calls him this fastidious old negro and says that he wore a wig over his curly hair New York City Guide Series page 68 1939 says he was a West Indian of French and negro blood see article by Frederick Haskin, Washington D.C. Evening Star August 11th 1916 page 10 Sam Francis was thanked by Congress for his services And given a sum of money When Washington became president Francis became steward of his household So this girl Saved (laughs) Us from being (laughs) Ruled by the British Wow Right
1: So I just want to make sure I got the story straight (sighs) The bodyguard of Washington mm-hmm. was going to poison and kill him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but the bodyguard was also in love
2: mm-hmm.
1: with the daughter mm-hmm. of the owner of the pub. Mm-hmm. They were sleeping together, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine so. And this is probably when it came out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe. Yeah, yeah, I need you to go on ahead and get these poison peas to to Washington. Yeah. Hmm. Right. I guess my, I've been I've been running with this I've been running with this thought that as it pertains to men and women that uh, men don't have to make choices. Yeah. Uh, And I'm still working on that, but uh, I I originally thought this when my homegirl Ashley was telling me that the name of her company is based on her middle name not her last name mm-hmm. because when she was 16 17 starting the company she was already thinking about the choices she would have to make as a potential wife does she want her company name to be her maiden name are these the things she has to think about is that a security risk is she's going to change her name and then when she gets eventually gets married to this pretty boy uh will she change her name etc cetera, etc cetera? like and that's a choice that she has to make mm-hmm. and when i tell you my punk black ass i ain't never thought about the applications of my last name how it'll change what things i have to do to protect my legacy going forward because i feel like whatever i do is part of my legacy and that is male privilege so uh when i hear about this woman who was stuck between love and a country that wasn't even formed yet (laughs) So, really, it was between love and a customer, and she chose the moral answer, which is regardless of who this man is, we can't poison this man. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what you're doing is wrong. You got the confidence of you, this your man's, and you gonna kill them because you're getting paid by the British? Right. You Irish, bro. <laughs> right. What type of bitch shit is that, <laughs> I thought the Irish and the British had beef, and you just gonna. Exactly. you gonna kill my biggest customer?
3: This is my daddy's shop, man. <laughs> right.
1: I love that fact. It's actually very practical when you think about it. You gonna what? No, right? and He gonna be dead, and he go who gonna pick him up? Who going to clean him up? And do you expect me not to snitch? They gonna hang me right. looking for you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, sir. Black Sam, we appreciate that. Thanks for the sweetheart's black fact. That's that's a good thought. I, that's a thought. And also to just to if we're doing a, a Burcum stretch. You know what I'm saying? If we're doing a real reach, community over co- uh, consumer, you know what I mean? <laughs> <All right. sighs> um, and what do you think in 1776? You're saying this, this black West Indian dude, mm-hmm. he had a bar
2: mm-hmm. in How? New York City.
1: <sighs> do I not understand? Pre 1865, correctly. Because 1776 is actually a long way away from 1865.
2: It's almost 100 years, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Huh. <laughs> when was this book written that you read reading out of? I believe
2: 1934.
1: That's crazy.
2: Which is almost 100 years from now.
1: Right. Oh. Wait.
2: The little pre uh, What do you call this Prelude thing Was written in 95 though uh, Yeah I think this was written In
1: 1934 That's crazy yeah. So when we talk about um, And I've said this before One of the When I was looking up Black History Month For uh, a report That I was doing For Superman He goes well, One of the things That surprised me About the history Of Black History Month Is that in 1920 When it started off As Black History Week In 1927 they They had their first National Black History Month Trivia Contest Like Trivia Team Championship
2: And it was like a a week right?
1: Yeah And so it was like In 1927 They were already having Quiz Bowls About Black History (laughs) Right And in my mind It's like damn what happened between that's, that's like between in my mind is like the only thing that happened before 1927 was the niagara movement and slavery <laughs> but that's just not true because
2: <laughs> Luther king wasn't even born yet
1: wasn't even born yet wow and so before 1927 we're also talking about the harlem renaissance but also where did the negroes come from we never we never talk about where langston hughes came from he didn't come off the plantation like there were a couple generations before him exactly So yeah, I can only imagine in 1776, as a free man and a free man's daughter, black dad, if you're a free man and a free man's daughter, what? And and Washington is planning a revolution in your shop, right? there has to be at least one time Where Black Sam said Hey what about the slaves <laughs> At least one time Or maybe not I don't know maybe, maybe Black Sam wasn't like that I don't know I don't know Black Sam like that
2: Yeah I do some more research
1: On Black Sam He might have been a low key revolutionary But he said they made him the steward of the house
2: They made him Yeah
1: Right? Wait, Man, it's a 50/50 chance that, that 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 uh Black Sam was either a revolutionary or a house nigga. It's a 50/50 chance. That's a
2: good
1: point. <laughs> it's a 50/50 chance. So we just I'm talking to ignorance right now. I'm sorry. Uh I'm sorry, Ancestor, if you're sitting here trying to tell me something right now. No, nigga, I was revolutionary. I <laughs> I got to look it up, brother. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I'm smoking All right. sweetheart let's let's do this. What time is? It?
2: Uh 9:02. Yeah. How long
1: 54. we been on?
2: 54?
1: Yeah. I have a question for you. And I want other people to hear it
0: okay.
1: I'm not finna propose Don't get excited y'all <laughs> Cause this would not be the way <laughs> Lady of the house <laughs> <laughs> do This <laughs> would <laughs> not be the way Am like mm-hmm. uh, my good friend Uh something happened to you that affected both of us. Yeah. And uh, in effect that effect has caused us not even a sense but a real exile amongst people that I would have thought would be lifelong friends. Yeah. core character building friendships. I'm talking 10, 15 year old friendships. This thing that happened to our community. <laughs> um, and in such, I had to take some very dramatic actions. Very dramatic. Uh, and it is brought to, it has been brought to my attention recently through a couple of people That maybe since then That was like what, 2020? 2021? 2021 it was 2021? So it's been two years?
2: Yeah
1: It has been brought to my attention That maybe since then In having to rebuild our Relationships and friendships And community It has been brought to my attention That maybe I'm a bad friend And a bad friend meaning a couple of things. Uh, And I wanna get to them individually. A bad friend meaning distant, and a bad friend meaning non-vulnerable. Let's get to distant. I always attribute the way that I love to how I was raised. And it might sound cold to other people, but I feel like I was raised in love in distance my, my not in my top three of love languages it's physical touch it's just not there at least not in this point of my life that don't mean that I can't be loved that just means that's just not my uh, uh, priority love language I always felt like I've been raised to love in distance Meaning that, like, no matter how far you are away in time and space or even ideology, we can still find common ground space time to connect and love on each other. Because the concentration love, the concentration of love that we have when we're doing acts of service, when we're spending quality time, when we're doing gifts or whatever the fuck it is, uh, the concentration of that love is so potent that it doesn't make you question the time, space, ideological difference between two people. Am I making sense so far? Yeah. So I always attributed that type of distant type loving, I call it distant loving, as uh, uh, just the way that I was raised. But uh, as I I'm 34 years old. I'm almost twice the age of being raised. Right? So, what am I now? Mm. Am I still practicing that distant love or am I just distant? Am I just aloof? Second thing. I forgot what the second thing was. What was the second thing? Oh, non vulnerable. It came to my it's, when I say it came to my attention. I'm talking about in the last like two days. It's come to my attention that that maybe in my also in my healing of trauma from extreme poverty. Somebody knocking on the door.
2: What?
1: Hold on, y'all. I don't know. answer the door, but they can't come in right now. Oh Lord Somebody really knocking on the door Who is it Just a man Hold on y'all Lord have mercy. It says, uh, is, is there a lot of water leaking? In, uh... Is it? How? <laughs> I don't see no water. Lord have mercy. They we doing a show certain right certain
2: now. Certain. Hey, y'all. <laughs> uh not vulnerable. Oh, the other days.
1: accusation is that maybe I'm not vulnerable. In the building of these um In the building of these verticals that everybody sees, the Blueprint Parlor, the Blueprint Newsletter, the Wake and Bake Show, the TV situations, uh, the magazine, uh, and all the different iterations and ideas that come from that. I I have folks who I consider friends who ask me, like, why aren't you sharing these things more? Why aren't you giving just more of experience? How come you're not involving us in these situations? And uh, A response that I gave yesterday Was And I said this to the lady at the house I was like I feel like I feel like if it's not transactional I don't trust it
0: Hmm.
1: And so while I'm dealing with these Individual issues whether it be The non-vulnerability of the situation, or the distance of the situation, regardless of my internal struggles with those, am I presenting as a bad friend? You, you asking me? Yeah, I'm. I'm legitimately asking you. You, we are around each other at least 19 hours every day, average. You hear my conversations. You see how I show up in people's relationships. You see how I show up in in building projects. So, in a very vulnerable and real moment, as that we did with the marginalization conversation, I'm asking you: Am I presenting as a bad friend? Okay. If you were my friend and we didn't live together, would I be a bad friend? His lighter. Oh. I- Wait till you get to the mic There you, you go didn't
2: say you were You're a bad friend I do I do feel like you are Non-vulnerable though Yeah What do you mean? Because even last night
1: What about last night? Talk about, about it Talk about
2: it I was trying to ask you About your day And it was like pulling teeth
1: Pulling teeth? Yeah I just feel like there's so many better things to talk about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many better shoot. things. That, what did you say?
2: You had a whole photo
1: shoot. I just feel like you're there are better things better. to right. talk about okay. than...
2: I'm interested in you and your life. Like,
1: <laughs> I wonder if this is connecting to the boredom. What do you mean? Remember I told you... Uh, did, I, did we talk about this on the show? We talk about this privately. How like...
2: Privately.
1: I'm extremely bored. And I'm bored by something very particular. Me. I am boring the hell out of myself. And I was talking to Adama last night at the uh at the shoot. Here's something that happened last night. Here you go. Uh, I was talking to Adam last night at the shoot, and we were just talking, you know what I'm saying? I consider Adam without the you know, the patriarchal, patronizing tone, I do very much consider Adam to be like if I had a little sister, it'd be that's what she would look like and that's what she would be like (laughs) it'd be just like that uh or one of my cousins as I found out right (laughs) as I found out at the 90th party that's what it would be like to have little sisters wow (laughs) okay I get it I get it in a day um I uh as I was telling her, like, I have been boring, I am bored and I am boring myself and I feel like I've come to a revelation where the thing that is boring me is the success. And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm just saying, sweetheart, do you remember when doing things, especially like, you remember when like a, a, a show and tell or a speakeasy situation, when those things were like, could not happen, Like that Like they could fail (laughs) And cause me Catastrophic I failed at sounds of the underground. I don't even know if I told the story publicly. I failed at sounds of the underground. I signed a ridiculous contract for yeah. DuPont Underground. It's, it was st- the dumbest thing quite possibly I've done in my entrepreneurial career, other than having 8,000 issue zeros right here in the living room. It is quite possibly the dumbest thing. I signed a contract that had so much upside, but it had like twice the much downside to the point that if I didn't sell enough tickets, and I had risked so much on this show, if I didn't sell enough tickets, I was getting evicted. Period. (laughs) Period. If I was not selling enough tickets, I was getting evicted. Those were the type of chances I was taking before. Now the new blueprint parlor is like, niggas are calling me, asking me, when's it gonna happen? Why you ain't calling me? Why I'm not involved? When you, when's the next thing? I'm like, damn. <laughs> you having trouble? Yeah. Okay. okay. I do it backwards. So this like, success rate is boring me. So you want to fail? yes that's exactly what I told Adama yesterday uh, when I first met her she said like she was going through a whole bunch of things it was hazy trying to figure out where she was creativity and I was like you know what you need a win you need a W you need to put your foot out there and then step another foot in there and just walk into the dark and see what the fuck happens and then you get a W I need a loss uh, Not a big one.
2: Okay, I was gonna say be careful.
1: Not something that's catastrophic. And by loss, let me be let me be let me be clear about what we're saying. As I'm about to relight the blunt uh, that we still manifesting on. By loss, I mean I want to take a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to take a chance, mm-hmm. and I want to risk it all. Not to the point that we're endangering ourselves. Not to the point where we're back in the position where we we were before. Because, you know, since I left left sleeping with Superman, life has not been the same since before Superman. You know what I mean? Like, before I joined on, things were very hard to do. After I left, it's not the same. Like, I'm not in the same position. I didn't go backwards. It's very much a step forward. So I don't want to move forward. But, like... Even talking about it right now just got me excited.
2: Okay.
1: I need a <laughs> we need a thing, man.
2: You, you need a challenge. I need a
1: challenge.
2: Yeah.
1: Is it the Paul Robeson Negro of the Year? Maybe we should I don't I don't know. I feel like you know. Something bigger? Yeah. Something new? Maybe yeah. <clears throat> you know, Lafayette told me that this this advice this advice comes around the same Full part sample. of the year every year. hmm
3: Hmm.
0: What's going on? Uh
3: oh
2: Is it Oh no!
1: How do I- no, There's
2: plenty of There's plenty of gas in there Or fuel Fuel,
1: I mean. butane yeah. I don't know so we So out. to because I forgot We was actually on the show For a second <laughs> To uh Yeah. We do have some
2: comments though We have some comments? Yeah Oh was coming down?
1: Okay yeah, Do a little burping Let's see okay. okay Um. Yeah so I was talking about boredom And I was wondering If that boredom Connected to My lack of Vulnerability I don't know Maybe I'm just not Excited with myself Right now
2: Hmm Okay
1: So the All original right. qu- I, don't I, don't I don't know I don't know Maybe I have a confidence problem
2: Hmm
1: I should probably Start working out
2: But that's interesting Because like we have been You've been having A lot of wins You know
1: Success I don't know if success brings you confidence. I think that might be a fallacy. Okay. Because we've said on the show before that like... The worst thing that you can do for a bad idea is for it to be successful. (laughs) Like success is such a guise to people. Oh, I made a lot of money or I got the attention or... But you maybe i I'm, I'm thinking now I'm thinking about October London, like yeah, you probably got a successful song, but what did you do?
2: Right. Roy Johnson.
1: You yeah, you had a successful team. You got on the ESPN, but what did you do? Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's crazy. So yeah, am I am I a bad friend? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't think you're a bad friend. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. You show up for people, you know. And they call you
1: I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> Not the make man me. came Are you a friend to you? Am I? Am I? Here's a question: Am I a good friend to you? And be honest.
2: Yeah. I think we have a,
1: a great friendship, or I don't know. Do we? <laughs> no, we do have a great. That's not what I was oh, thinking about. Okay. That's not what I was thinking about. <laughs> no, we do okay. have a great okay, friendship. Definitely. We have an, I, we have a, we have an amazing friendship. What I was actually thinking about was like, I was talking to you about friendship. Yes, I was talking to Jada, uh, and she said that her and Sean started off as like they got really close. During the pandemic, as like really close friends, yeah. and then it's like popped off. Nice. And I was also talking about how you know it's our third relationship, and I love saying that out loud because then people be like, "What?" and I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah. yep, yep." Niggas just had to get it right. So we got a great relationship. All right, so we got any comments? comments. Other people, uh, I see a lot of bubbles popping up, but are the people just saying, "Oh man, this nigga is a bad friend," and then they just playing me in the comments. <laughs>
2: Mm, let's see.
1: <laughs> you talking about some let's see? <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's it. You talking
2: about
1: some let's see?
2: No. Let's,
1: let's find them playing you dolphin says. face head ass nigga.
2: Wow. <laughs> Micah says, "I believe you are an excellent friend. I literally consider you family." Mm-hmm. Vib Trap says it's either man or a joke. At the door.
1: No, right, I, I, man. Uh, we had talked about before the season started that that would be a great like ad, like if somebody came and knocked on the door and it was coffee and it was like, oh, hey, it's the coffee guy. Okay.
2: And he said, knock knock, who's there? Uh, blunt Manufacturing.
1: Wow, Blunt Manufacturer who? <laughs>
2: Natalie said pulling teeth with the looking eyes Oh mm-hmm. oh boy <laughs> Kendall said I feel the same way I think it's part of being a man Most of the love we get is a transaction
0: mm-hmm.
2: The Vibe Drive says I struggle with wanting to talk mm-hmm. about my day too Never did it growing up so it feels weird
1: Can I say something? Go ahead Never been a fan of the question and you didn't ask the question. So that's not what I'm saying. But I've never been a fan of the question of Kendall just said, we've been raised to be transactional. Right? Yeah. And then Jordan says it's hard to answer the question, how was your day? Those two that's, those two things are linked. Yeah. How was your day is not a transactional question, it's a qualifying question. Right. Right? It is not four. How was your day? Six dollars. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that. But I, you know what a good question for a man would be? What'd you spend money on today? <laughs> then you get stories, right? Then you'll get a story like, oh yeah, I got a sandwich. Oh man, a sandwich downtown. You been downtown? <laughs> I sound like Uncle Leon now. <laughs> but I feel like there are other ways that maybe we can cue each other on the things that we want to hear about. Cause the conversation we had last night and I was trying so hard not to sound like an asshole. And I hope now that I'm still not sound like an asshole. But the question I, the question I really w- wanted to ask you was, what do you want to know? Like just the general, how was your day? Is kind of just like, I'm already bad at reflection, so I don't know how my day was. But if you ask me, what did y'all eat? What time was the shoot? What'd you talk about? Who was there? I don't know. Am I tripping? I'm being an asshole right now. Let me know. But
2: like, I was—I asked you questions like that. Like, I don't know. It seemed like you didn't want to give me anything, so
1: wasn't the case. We got more comments? <laughs>
2: uh let's see. Empress says you may be bored, but she isn't. Talk to the woman.
1: Oh lord. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> You're right.
2: Uh on us media.
1: Okay. Oh, that's, oh, that's Owen. Oh, hey. On That's the beat your maker.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey. Um What so, up, O? Hey. <laughs> he says. This man needs the risk of failure for excitement. Don't worry, it's always there, I promise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's so real. Don't worry, brother. It's there. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That's true. That is very true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Kendall says, aim at a really high target and unload the clip. Mm -hmm. The exclamation point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jordan says I think you should grow this show as big as it can be I feel like the season's changing the weather's the weather not so good anymore could contribute to mood changes I feel like I'm not a psychologist though that's true that's true run the trap and drop the bass says it's the journey I think
1: (laughs) this name is always killing me right yeah
2: and good vibe you're right too the journey outlines the journey outlines of the success feels good oh the journey outlines if the success feels good
1: okay I got you I feel it (laughs) I feel it. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you giggling? <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> oh, Lord. Lady House smacked over here. <laughs> Between
2: the maintenance man and the, the lawnmower guy and the <sighs> conversation. <laughs>
1: What a show, man. Right. man what a show, In the man. Beginning of the show. In the beginning of the show. Man. Just muted. <laughs> it's Today has been a good day. <laughs> Today <laughs> has been a good day. That's crazy. The maintenance man. <laughs> Y'all seen how I got my pajama pants on. <laughs> like it's just it's just a day, man. Right. The sun is changing. So we're gonna have to I can see on the screen, we're gonna have to like adjust. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of our settings, probably our lights, honestly. True, true, true. You know what? It's already a fucked up show. We might as well do it now. <laughs> what did I do? Look on it. I
2: looked at this. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference. It's just hard to tell because it's your laptop. Let's see.
1: Mm. No, turn the light back on. Turn it down. <laughs> now we're doing live joints. All right, let's, uh you know what time it is, sweetheart. It's oh man, we still got two things to do. We do? We gotta do the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. <laughs> All right. Let's do the Paul Robeson <laughs> Let me see the lighter. Negro of the week award. Yes. Today we nominated uh, Coco Golf Papa Golf and the relate. I do? Oh no, my bad.
2: Uh,
1: today we nominated Coco Golf Papa Golf and the relationship, the new marker of black fatherhood. Uh, I think I think when we see that moment, we are officially in a newer era. We have been on the precipice per se, but I think uh, I think this moment could be a, a cliff moment. We are departing from the cliff and on to a next world. That is our nominee, and then I think on Tuesday, didn't we have another nominee on Tuesday? Oh, on Tuesday we had.
2: We talked about Noah Lyles, right,
1: and about- Russell. who?
2: The Russell and who else? That's it So who was it then?
1: I forgot I forgot Anybody remember the the Paul Gross and Negro of the Week nominee from Tuesday? Who? Did we nominate somebody from Tuesday?
2: I thought we did Is anybody?
1: Is somebody doing consumer over community I mean community over consumer Or are we considering no allows for the Clarence Thomas bitch nigga of the moment? <laughs> are, are we considering, that's what it is. That's what we'll do. We're considering no allows the Clarence Thomas, Tory Lanes blue face bitch nigga of the moment. Is it that deep? Why not? <laughs> Why not? And then also, uh, we also have, I feel like it was somebody else. I think so too. Well, we ain't figuring it out now. We got to write these things down. You know, we're doing drugs on the show. (laughs) 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 We got to write these things down. That's crazy. So I guess we only have one nominee Coco Golf? Yeah, Coco Golf, Papa Golf.
2: Well, you did say um, just offhandedly that you (laughs) like to dominate JC.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I do want to nominate Jeezy for the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. Okay. Jeezy is now a New York bestselling author. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a motivational biography. I'm going to dig into that very soon. I'm very excited to read Jeezy. I read Will. I'm ready for my next favorite rapper, Jeezy. Okay. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> my top five don't got to be great rappers. Okay. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. <laughs> Jeezy, Will Smith, Marlon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> These, these are my greats. This is my <laughs> Mount Rushmore black man. Anyway, uh, Malcolm who? <laughs> Fred who? <Marshall>? Thurgood who? <laughs> Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. What a great black man. Um, yeah, I do want to nominate Jeezy for being a New York best si- bestseller. Jeezy uh, who just we mentioned earlier we said that the real problem when it comes to parental relationships is that black men leave their original leave their first set of kids for a second set of kids and then abandon the first set of kids mm-hmm. that seems to be the statistical outlier of where there are parental situations and we both shaking our heads so we can both like damn that's that's crazy right. yeah, that's that's wild <laughs> it's been in front of our faces this whole time damn right. they said we ain't had no fathers. No, we had. A, we know where that nigga act right. at. I
0: know where that nigga at.
1: I know where he at. Uh, um. Um. <laughs> Jeezy is on his second set of kids. Yeah. But as I'm listening to like old Jeezy interviews and even in his music, he's talking about his first son. Yeah. And like, I think I've seen a couple of pictures of little baby Jeezy and right. grown Jeezy. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I fuck with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You don't have that if you have a bad parental connection between the two situations. And maybe time gives them grace because I think uh, Jeezy's older son's got he's grown now, right? Yeah. Like yeah. 20-something. Yeah. yeah, right. Um and the baby is the baby so you know it's just my little sister the grandma is the (laughs) come watch your little sister nigga (laughs) Um, so yeah so that's always appreciated and then also the thing I loved about Jeezy as the character of the rapper Mm -hmm. when Jeezy first came out he would say he's not a rapper he's a a motivational coach he's an inspiration he's a, a yeah a motiva- uh, motivational coach yeah. He didn't have concerts He had seminars yeah. <laughs> That's why his mo- his albums are called Thug Motivation 101 mm-hmm. Thug Motivation 102 yeah. Thug Motivation 103 That's why I was at Because he was a motivational instructor Yeah. And if you listen to Jeezy Boy Man I ain't never been more motivated To sell crack in my life <laughs> What? The boy is effective So for being now a 2 medium bestseller yeah. music and literature <laughs> I would like to nominate Jeezy, formerly known as Young Jeezy as the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week <laughs> you've been officially nominated Jeezy, you're welcome <laughs> standing ovation <laughs> <laughs> standing ovation My nigga I'm not standing up So y'all can see My pajama pants again Though, <laughs> I'm sorry Just assume the stand <laughs> Assume the stand So those are our nominees We have our We have Jeezy And we also have Coco Golf Papa Golf And a relationship Between Black Dads The new standard Damn what are you voting for, Sweetheart? Ooh. Paul Rope, not Paul Ropes and Negroes of the Weeks, because y'all ain't earned it yet. Okay, <laughs> earn your Paul Ropes and Negro of the Week. <laughs> Wake can make with be one night? Nice. I need to know your vote. Okay, I need to know your vote. You keep manifesting shit. We might all be Paul Ropes like. and Negroes of the Week.
2: <laughs> That's tough.
1: Tough between Jeezy mm-hmm. and Coco Coco Golf and Papa Golf. Hmm.
2: Mm. But hmm.
1: They are both set. Stat- both of these are examples Of setting the black dad standard Exactly, exactly. Mm. Right 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 So was the real Paul Rosen Negro <laughs> of the week The new black dad I standard I think
2: it might just be Yeah the new black dad standard And these are the examples These are our
1: I'm going to make a sports analogy. Okay, but like, back in the day, you were great if you played for one team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you played for the Lakers, I played for the Lakers. Yeah. I played for the Lakers my whole career. As we grow older, it's like, you know, players have more agency. Mm-hmm. You can go to different teams and you can still be equally great. Yeah, This is what I'm talking about. You could have one team, pop a golf, <laughs> <laughs> or you could have played for multiple teams. <laughs> and either way, well, you're great on each team. Yeah. I think we still got to do a difference between the two, though. Just for just for the sake of the Paul Rose and Negro of the Year, we just can't. Well, we got ass and titties as a nominee, so maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah, it could be
2: black dads.
1: Not just black dads, though, because all black dads. All are... True, 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 true. <laughs> Trying to think, are there any black, are there any bad black dads in our circle? Not anymore. Oh damn! <laughs> 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 damn. <laughs> We're terrible. All right, uh, what's your vote so we can get to the Paul and Negro? No, to the burning questions. We are. Right? Uh, Micah
2: says, "Papa Golf."
1: Okay, we got one vote for Papa Goff. Okay. You got the other 99 votes, though. So. Let's give it to the
2: Goffs.
1: You want to give Goff. it to the Papa Goffs? Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week for this week would be Papa Goff, uh coco golf and the new standard for black fatherhood i am very impressed that we have all seen this viral video shout out to technology we've all seen this viral video at coco golf eight years old at the u.s open watching the queens and how her father guided her from visual inspiration to manifested physicality that's like birth nigga like that's I was on a photo shoot yesterday in the house and I was just talking about it. and as we keep keep talking about it I see I have more things to talk about. Uh and and uh um uh one of the other photo shoot folks her name is Kiki. She is the she's the wife of Pierre. I don't know if you met Pierre. Pierre is the the bald dude from Sonic Studios. Okay. Okay. Um uh, she does like f- uh flower activation. She's the flower activation for uh, I know Rico what you're Nasty.
2: Talking about. You know what I'm talking about? I, I haven't met her though, but yeah, I know you okay, talking about. Okay, for
1: sure. Yeah. For sure. She said, they got two kids. And I was oh. like, every time, every time a woman says to me she has two kids and she just has a nonchalant face, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you've made life. That is that is. Crazy to me. <laughs> right. Such a crazy concept. Yeah. But the even crazier concept is not just the creation of life, because as my as my mother would say, that's just a distraction. What do you do after you created the life, right? Mm-hmm. What have you created? Yeah. And so to see Papa Golf mold, be a part of a team, because I know Mama Golf in there too, mm-hmm. right? So that I'd see Papa Golf be a part of this team that molded this girl from a dream to actual manifestation mm-hmm. without college. <laughs> We don't gotta spend the money, baby girl. We don't gotta spend the money. <laughs> like, well, okay. Like, how? I mean, how deep we going? <laughs> I mean, you got your first pro check at 16 you I'm saying we can get we can get you a tutor, bro. Like, <laughs> I think I think we're good. Like, even if not to say she is stupid, but even if she is stupid, we can we can solve it. <laughs> we can we can fix that. Right. Um, so that is so impressive to me the the creation of a life is one thing but the the molding of a life into what that like that's crazy like the thing didn't exist at one point and now it is that thing is a woman
0: Mm -hmm.
1: living out their wildest dreams right what dreams did you have when you didn't exist you didn't it just like what where did this come from? Yeah. And then I was Papa Goff is just able to guide, and that's why your ass is crying in the audience trying to be hard. <laughs> you're trying to be hard because your father ain't shed no tears. That's all right, Papa Goff. You're showing us a new standard, and that's why you the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. Good, good job, my nigga. Good. Mm. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right, sweetheart, You know what time it is. It's time for the. Burning question
2: Father
1: You know for a show that I didn't really have much to talk about, we've been on here for a while.
2: <laughs> you wanna know how long?
1: Hour thirty. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-mm. Ooh. Um what we talking about today?
1: That makes me feel like maybe we gotta change the format a little bit. Okay. Cause Tuesday shows be like I think this last Tuesday show was like an hour six. So how do we we might move the Sweetheart Black Factor Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. That could be one thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And we just been live producing on the show today. We just (laughs) been live producing the maintenance man. It was our guy too. It was was another dude out front but it was also our guy was out there. (laughs) It was our guy. Not the mean one. Not the they lie. Not that dude. The other one. Okay. <laughs> okay. The goofy one. Yeah. The Ernie of the Bert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Today we talked about. We're
2: talking about
1: Coco Golf. Coco Golf, and then we talked about me being a good friend okay. and my boredom and vulnerability.
2: Okay. Oh, I had a question
1: pertaining to
2: that. Okay,
1: think about it. Mm. I have a question for you while you're thinking about it. Okay. Uh, I should have asked you this, though. I'm sorry. This might be rude. I'm sorry. Uh, The lady I met with, her name is Randy B. She has a game called Truthing, which basically just, like, questions on the card, and they're very questions that are pointed at black, uh, black subjects. Okay. I had the thought... Of having the burning question of the Roach segment sponsored By that game So maybe every other day We could do a question from the truthing Or if you're having trouble finding a question We could just come with a truthing question But I don't want to take agency from you Because this is actually your segment of the show That's fine But you can't do truth and questions all the time though no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you said that's why i'm so quick i know your ass girl <laughs> i know your ass i see you there <laughs> yeah, we want to schedule that shit every other maybe on tuesdays we'll just do the truth oh. truth and tuesdays see your ass i see you <laughs> <laughs> your answer <are> too quick <laughs> You should have Gave some objection Like damn <laughs> He was like That's fine <laughs> Girl I see your ass <laughs> okay. Now give me your Original burning question For the roach <laughs> um,
2: hmm. Is there Oh okay I think I kind of know The answer to this But Is there anything that This is going back to You Needing a challenge Yeah Is there anything That you would like to Try Or Maybe Do That you Aren't doing already
1: No There's something I want to try I don't know what it is Cause like what am I, what am I not doing?
2: I'm, making paper. I'm
1: not making paper in here. Sure. I mean, now that I said it, I guess I could, but it's like, I guess I could make some paper in here and then do it. All right. <laughs> I guess I could make some handmade business cards. That'd be a great little project. But that, even then, that's just like, that'd be fun. But does that solve my, do I have systemic boredom? Or am I just bored in this moment.
2: I think that's the larger question
1: Same I don't know Hmm. It's like does vacation help If you like if you systemically fatigued Does like going away for a week Does that help or is that just like a band-aid Is it a a
2: band-aid I, don't. I mean it doesn't solve your problems, but it does, you know, give you time away. Right. To refresh, recharge.
1: So you can do so you can wear yourself out again. We not are we batteries, my nigga? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn
1: the Matrix. Are we batteries, dog?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it ain't got deep at the end of the show. Oh, right. Lord. Uh, uh, all right, let's let these people go. I <laughs> uh, will see y'all on Tuesday. Make sure y'all sign up for the new Blueprint Parlor. It is happening September 30th. Slide into my DMs, or so just wait for me to post about it in the next couple of days. And you'll see uh, it's going down. Oh, I think you might be able to go to the website and eventually get to the new blueprint parlor but maybe by the time i post the show i can fix that for you but come out to the new blueprint probably on september 30th at the small wooden box Need y'all there on time as possible it's going to be a great time it's going to be a curated conversation unlike last time no i'll tell you this at the end of the show unlike last time we're going to play a game but it's going to be very brief like 30 minutes tops. We're actually going to have a curated discussion because there is a pointed thing that I want us to do. A couple of pointed things that I want us to do. So I'm going to organize those thoughts. One of those is a paid opportunity. One of those is a culturally impactful opportunity. Uh, I want to launch one of these blueprints into the wild, see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I seen Magic Johnson give that kid a scholarship on spot for asking him quality journalistic questions in his journalism class. I think they were at Baloo in yeah. Southeast. Gave him a scholarship on spot, and I think the boy a junior, so, like, not even going to college any time soon, but I got you, my nigga. Yeah. Trust me, I'm gonna have the money. No Michael Scott. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got the money, bruh. Um, uh, so I just had a wild fantasy of, like... What if we were just to get? What if we were to get a <laughs> uh, Magic Johnson to pledge twenty million dollars to the buyback Clarence Thomas campaign? <laughs> like you know, just what if? <laughs> you don't even have to give us twenty dollars; just pledge twenty million dollars, yeah. and let's just see what happens if we try to buy back Clarence Thomas. So, uh, definitely come out on the thirtieth. We appreciate you having there. As always, if you want to catch the answer replay, definitely uh, rewind here on YouTube. Or on X, I suppose. If you're on Facebook, we appreciate that. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see y'all on Tuesday with more Hua <laughs> Guan make people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna leave y'all with Black Boy Jordan, my man, Detroit Rivers. Good morning, morning, sweet Good Morning,
2: sweet
3: <laughs> 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 Hold on tight, don't let your feelings slip away, Yeah, oh, happy feelings, drinking Beverly and man, don't, don't be a man. man, find yourself, learn your joys and brains, live your voice and sing, voice. the sounds of your heart, don't you, you worry about a thing, hey, don't forget just your, your lyrics. lyrics, this is a reminder of joy, every time you just hear just it, just worry it. it. joy, it's you can wear we it, say just, just won't you share it, it. let love loose, don't, don't fear it. it, Just that black boy. Black boy joy upon your brain. Let this black boy joy give you some game. Black boy joy, get up again. Black boy joy through all the pain and black boy joy, say it again. One more time. Get this black boy joy up on your brain. Let this black boy joy, give you some game. Black boy joy, get up again. Black boy joy through all the pain. Black boy joy, say it again. Where I was raised, black boys was being destroyed. I grew up a black boy, they had stole my joy. Nobody put on my neck, so I do it for Floyd. Damn. Do it for Tamir Rice and for the underemployed. That's for right. the ones that gave back, communicated, deployed. I wanna give you a rope so that you can abort. I wanna oh. give you a hope so that you can avoid having to be a black man without no black boy yeah. joy. So get this black boy joy up on your brain. Now, Let huh, this black, black boy joy give you some game. Black boy joy, get up again. And get up, black Black boy joy through all the pain Black boy joy say it again One more time get this black boy joy up on your brain Let this black boy joy give you some game Black boy joy get up again and- Black boy joy through all the pain, in. black boy joy, say it again. For us, it's easier to go to jail than to go to college. Rather us be entertainers than be getting knowledge. They funded our own genocide, the word is power. Killing niggas in every song, I think it's coward. Easier to act tough when you endowed, because the world incriminates us, cause we endowed. are we afraid of our own kind, and it's really wild. I think they got us backwards, but I figured out. It's easier to fit in than it is to stand out so i'm black boy joy when, when i'm cruising around and i'm black boy joy fresh hitting the town and i'm black boy joy dancing cleaning the house and i'm black boy joy when i go for a hike been black boy joy since i was riding a bike my son black boy joy and that's crazy to me i was miserable going up i really hated it g but the world is much bigger now, i was able, able to see so get this black boy joy up on your brain uh-huh. this black boy joy give you some game black boy joy get up again and yeah, Joy to water pain, and on, Black, black boy, joy, boy Joy say it again. One word. more time, get this Black Boy Joy upon your brain. Let this Black, black boy, boy Joy boy. give you some game. Yeah. Black Boy Joy get up again. And yeah. Black Boy Joy to water pain, yeah. and Black Boy Joy say it again. Smile.